What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Nate at Night Podcast. My name is Nate Hartman. And joining me today, I have a guest feature. It's my guy, Devin Davis. Yeah, what's up? Nice to be here. What's up with y'all? Yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming here, Devin. And what we wanted to talk about today was just being different from the crowd. Um, it's going to be a little bit similar to what I talked about a few weeks ago, to where it was like, stop pleasing others and stop following the crowd. But we're just going to kind of share our experiences, and I'm going to listen to Devin and have him um, kind of tell me how he's been able to stay focused. So, uh, Devin, I know you go to Westchester, and I know up at Westchester, it's a pretty big party school. So, you know, I know you've been able to stay pretty focused up there. You've been, you know, working out a lot. You told me you had straight A's. So what are some ways that you were just able to stay focused up there and kind of avoid the distractions and not follow the crowd up there? Um, I always say, like, when, like it's two different stories. Like, my first semester, I'm not going to lie, that's the least focused I've ever been in my life in terms of, like, my goals and whatnot because I was, like, because I just finished working, you know, it was COVID. Um, I was going to school working, so worked seven days a week over the summer. I was tired for once. Like, I really want to experience other things. I said, is this all life has to offer, you know? Like, uh, so I was, like, I, I went crazy. I'm not going to lie. And I had my fun. And then after I had my fun, I was, like, okay time to get back on track like I, like don't get me wrong like have breaks you know um it's cool to like you know have your fun and you know be a kid sometimes but like i'm like i also have goals like what the thing that keeps me focused my whole life is i want this and how what do i do to attain this i have a book i write down my goals i say what i want to attain um how to obtain it and i stick to that um this second semester i really tapped in in a way different way that I did my first semester, which I wish I did, but I kind of wish I didn't because I needed those experiences. I, I really did. Um, I got a job. I was working out at the gym. You know, I was studying. I was doing my real estate. I had a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, Emma. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had all these other priorities, and, like, I had to manage those priorities, and other things had to suffer. Like, when, when once you invest time into one thing, something else has to suffer. Um, so some friendships suffered, like some of those people that I was homeboys going out with every day in last semester. I gotta say, our relationship suffered. Mm-hmm. Um, the parties I went to, I went to one, and it was on my birthday. Suffered. Um, I made different friends, and it led to different opportunities and other doors. So, like you know, honestly, setting goals and knowing what it takes to get to obtain those goals is how I've stayed focused my whole life. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought up um, the part about, you know, your friendship suffering. That's something I talked about last week, too. And I felt like kind of when you start to work on yourself and start to do things for yourself, you kind of lose a lot of people in your life, whether that's just because, you know, they don't want to do the same things and push themselves the way you are, or they just kind of maybe get jealous of that. So, you know, when you said you lost friends, could you feel yourself kind of physically and mentally just growing apart from them with both your, you know, fitness journey and just all your goals that you've been accomplishing over the last year absolutely um it's and it was wasn't anything personal either like i wasn't upset like i don't know if they were some somewhere i'm not gonna lie but like you you know me you nate has known me since i've been in kindergarten for god's sake and i i am 20 years old and i didn't drink my first sip of alcohol until i was 19 years old um and that was on my terms it wasn't because i was peer pressured it's cause i don't do anything unless I want to do it, you know. Um, so with my friendships, like, it's kind of like if you're not helping me get up the mountain and you're just kind of just dead weight on the mountain, like, I'm going to tell you get off my back so I can keep going up the mountain. Like, that's kind of how I do things. And 
some people say it's selfish some people say and guess what some people judge me for that but guess what everyone judges and it, it happens but I'm in a better position myself and like my mom's proud of me my family's proud of me because they've seen how far I came you uh, know even now like you know people will walk up to me and be like wow Devin you're you, dang you look good man this that that and I'll walk up and then you know they gained a hundred pounds fat like they look terrible you know what I'm saying like we're at that age where you can really see the results of someone putting in work and then guess what 24 25 26 where we're all buying houses we're getting kids we're getting married we'll really see who's been putting in that work mm-hmm. so the only time to stop is now um so yeah that that's to really answer your question yeah no those are good points and i'm glad you mentioned a lot of that stuff and i know for you you know you said you're going to westchester your major is education right yes. and and you're also going for your real estate license i feel like i see a lot of kids go to school you know, strictly just because they want that experience, you know what I mean? Like, they don't exactly know what they want to major in, and they just pretty much go to school so they can party. And, you know, they end up coming out in a ton of debt, you know, paying thirty, forty, fifty thousand a year. So, you know, to those kids that are trying to rush into school and really don't have it figured out, but just want to go for the, you know, the parties and the experience, what do you say to them? My biggest advice, if you're going that route, because, like, I'm not going to judge. Like, you never know in college. One of the best parts about college is your life can get changed, like, literally in just one day mm-hmm. based off the people you meet. Like, I have the opportunity of bouncing at a bar, the most popular bar in Westchester, where celebrities randomly show up. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you, like, you never know in college. You really d- don't. Like, you know, um, you never know who you're going to meet. So, if you're going to, like, really just go in undecided and not only what you do the rest of your life, bare minimum establish those relationships because like I said like th- whether it's your professors whether it's friends whether it's random people around the town that can and will change your life you know um, I don't want to go publicly saying like my connections you know obviously I don't miss anything else. but let's just say because I know how to talk to people um, and I built connections with professors XYZ I have things set up for after I graduate you know what I'm saying um like, so even if you go in not knowing what you wanted, like, I always had that strict ability of just knowing what I wanted. I didn't have that problem. You might find what you want. Like, the kids that just kind of just sit in their dorm room or go home, just do their homework, you're not, you're not, you're going into debt for what? You're doing the same thing you did in high school. In that case, college is a scam. Like, college can be a scam. College is a scam. Like, there ain't no way in hell you should be paying, you know, that much money in debt, like you know what I'm saying, you know, fifty thousand dollars, X Y Z, Penn State, Westchester, Ohio State, you know, Virginia Tech, and like all them schools, you know what I'm saying. There's no way in hell you'd be going in debt if you're not going to, you know, communicate with these with these these people who like the 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 one the main difference in college. What I've noticed is everyone cares why we're paying so much money, like you know what I'm saying. So. There's no way in, in heck you shouldn't be communicating with just everyone because, you know, you're never going to know. It's way different than high school. You're not going to have people, you know, TPing the, the toilets, you know. Yeah, no, those those are all great points. And, you know, I know you said you should go out and experience things like that. I know personally, like you and me, as far as how outgoing we are, I think we're pretty different in that. You're very extroverted. I'm a lot more introverted and like to kind of do things for myself. And, you know, I go to community college, so I've never... I've never really had that experience of going out and sleeping at a dorm and being away from home like that for, you know, long periods of time. But what would you say to uh, other kids kind of like me that are introverted and, you know, aren't as outgoing and trying to meet new people as, you know, extroverts? 
how would you say like they can get out and just interact with more people that's a really good question well um for one thing like i don't i'm not a pure extrovert like I, i define the terms extrovert and introvert as this an extrovert wakes up every day with zero tokens, right? Mm. But throughout every interaction with each human being, we get a token, right? Okay, so introverts, right, they wake up with, like, five tokens. And with every interaction, they lose a token, okay? Okay, so me, like, I wake up, I, I, I have some tokens, and then I'll gain some, and then I'll be like, okay, like, I'm done talking to people. You're, I'm losing tokens now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pure extroverts, they, they on and on and on. Like, I have people who out-extrovert me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's insane. So, uh, but, like, in terms of just even, like, being able to, like, have more tokens, let's say, like, if I'm using that analogy still for for introverts, um, y'all are really good listeners. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing I've noticed about introverts. Y'all, y'all don't talk much, but you sure as hell do listen. Um, you got to put yourself out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, someone's like, yeah, I love Nate. He was a really good listener. But that, that's all they can say because mm-hmm. you didn't say much. Like, you know what I'm saying? My girlfriend, she's very introverted. Like, I'm like, you, you're you going to want to, like, really establish those relationships with professors, X, Y, Z, because, like, it, she, she's a political science major. Like, that's something you need connections. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and especially you, Nate, you know, you go, if you go in this podcast, you're going to need connections. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, definitely, like, try to break out your shell like doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable like i have a shirt that i love i wear it all the time it says get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah because guess what the most successful people in the world do that you know what i'm saying and once you get comfortable being uncomfortable nothing can stop you so that's why i say to introverts extroverts shut the fuck up learn how to listen like that's what i'm trying to learn to do mm-hmm. at this age sometimes it's hard for me i i have problems shutting up i do um nate Start speaking up, like you know what I'm saying. Now Nate on the ball court, he'll tell you, "Shut up, yeah, and one, yeah, stop playing with it, right?" Nate'll do that, but like once it's like he's sitting down, this cool guy, you know, it's outside ball. Nate, oh wow, that's you know what I'm saying. Like unless he's really comfortable with you, he's not really gonna step out of show. You gotta get more comfortable with these people because you never know where you can end up. Like I said, no, yeah, that's so true. Like I mean, if I'm with people I don't know, I'm not like. I'm not going to say much, but, you know, when I, when I'm with you, you know how much we joke around, and yeah. I could, I'm so outgoing when I'm with people I'm comfortable with, so it definitely, it definitely is important to, just like you said, be uncomfortable. I think that's the biggest thing I've been struggling with is just trying to get out of that comfort zone, you know, I, I feel like especially with COVID, I was just so used to staying in the house, like, and that's already, as an introvert, like, you know, I was kind of already doing that sometimes, but then it's like, now that I'm used to doing that all the time, I really have to try and get myself out there more and because you know as things have been opening up i need to just continue to be uncomfortable just like you said you know you can't you can't grow being comfortable you know you, you would just have to keep leveling up but um i'm i'm really glad i had you on this podcast today and is there just anything else you want to say out there for people that might be you know kind of struggling to separate themselves from a crowd that you think might be weighing them down or just kind of struggling to benefit themselves in the best way that they can my final statements for that topic would probably be like listen man I don't care if you was raised with them I don't care like they're your mans like unless they family and you know like y'all really you've been through together together man you gotta drop them 
Like, I'm sorry. Or at least that's the way I think. I know some people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm saying that. But I'm sorry. You are what you surround yourself with. If my friend's a bum and he doesn't support me and all he does is sit in the house in the basement, in his mom's basement, for God's sakes, smokes weed and, you know, makes a sandwich and and go, goes to sleep all day, I don't want to be surrounded by that. You know what I'm saying? It takes away my vibe. You know what I'm saying? Every time I go hang out with this guy, it just reeks of weed and we're just talking. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? About what? I don't know. The birds and the bees, for God's <laughs> sakes. So, like, honestly, you, you got to separate yourself from the pack and really realize what you want. Like, and if you can't do that, like, that might tell you how strong you are. Because, like, I'm sorry. I'm so Like, many of the people who are, like, at that, that spot, at least where I want to be in the life, because everyone has different goals. Where I want to be in life, I can't be sagging next to these motherfuckers that, that are just, you know, not doing anything with their lives. Like, me, I, I always support people close to me. You got to do X, Y, Z if you want to progress this, that, that. You can't be bumming around me. Or else, like, I don't tell them. I just distance myself. It's n- nothing personal, but I'm trying to level up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I can't level up with a level one next to me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You know what I'm saying? The, the mobs are too easy. Like, I can't level up through that. I, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but, again, thanks for having me on the show. Like, I'm really glad to shed some light on some of these topics. Um. And Nate, you're doing a great job, and you know I support you through everything. And uh, yeah, I'm out. Thank you. Yeah, no, I got you, and I, I'm glad you could be here. You know, we just got the second mic, so I'm I'm gonna start having you here more for sure throughout the summer. And you know, if I can get more guests on here, I'll have them here. But I appreciate you guys tuning into this uh, this other episode of Nate at Night podcast, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.